no big crit, no Kodak Black, no Yeet. Hey, I ain't listened to nothing except what I'm talking about today, so you could talk about them joints. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip-hop discussion and, of course, great beer. I am Kamal Ghetto. OT the Golden Child coming to you live and direct from the uh, the 12-year-old, well, he's not 12 yet, but the 11-year-old and the 8-year-old's room. You know, the, the Xbox is right there, the Switch is over there. Somebody got Man, the Oculus popping. in the It's popping, man. I'm in a game room, you know what I'm saying? I got kicked out of the other spaces, so I'm like, I'm going to use y'all space. I'm at their school desk for my older school desk. So, yeah, man, we out here, man, on this fine evening. Come on, what's going on with you? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling pretty positive, man. Um, Like maybe a week ago, we had Last Black Sunday uh, for Luella Cole. Word Uh, up. did, Did pretty positively, you know what I'm saying? Met some people I haven't met before um so yeah man that's going you know trying to do some new things with luella cole man so you know but yeah man um what is luella cole luella cole is a clothing brand based out of chicago which is my brand Mm. um luella and cole respectively are two streets i grew up on uh and it is um my perspective my viewpoint uh, basically, in a nutshell, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Check I've me out, Willacode.com. You know what I'm saying? I've had some wonderful times on 72nd on the well. So, shout out, come on, whole fam. And, facts, you know, facts. All that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. What are we talking about today? Uh, what are we doing? Well, today we're talking about uh, Conway, the Machine's latest album, uh, God, Do- God Don't Make Mistakes, um, that just dropped. Uh, hasn't even been out a week yet, but it just yeah. dropped. Um, and then we're going to be talking about the much talked about, much discussed uh, documentary, Kanye West documentary by uh, directed by Cootie and Chike, uh, Genius. Mm-hmm. Netflix three-part special. Yes. Uh, but before we get into those topics, what are we drinking? Yeah, man. So I am going to be drinking from the good folks at Black Horizon. Uh, I'm going to start out with this one. And if I gang, go gang. to another beer. Yeah, you know, um, back in my lager bag. Right. I have today from Black Horizon, a Munich Dunkel, which um, coming in at five and a half percent. I'll give you a little bit of history on this joint. Uh, this is brewed 100 percent in accordance with the Germany purity law. Uh, this beer features only water, hops, yeast and barley. This lightly toasted, subtly caramel. Facts lager is perfectly is perfect for food pairing for uh, food pairing beer that is that has plenty of flavor without being um, overpowering. Uh, so it's a Munich Dunkel. I think Dunkel in German stands for dark. So as I pour here, you will see uh, that this joint definitely is uh, not even amber. It's I'm, I'm not I don't know my my color spectrum. So whatever's past amber, it's the, it's dark brown. It's it's a very brownish. Yeah. Uh, it looked like it's away. getting darker the more you pour it. Um, it didn't even look that dark. It did look amber at first, but then it kind of turned. Yeah. It took a turn. This joint is fire, man. I've really been into dark lagers. I had a, a Czech lager from, a Czech dark lager from, it was Maplewood, I believe. It was Maple. Yeah, it was Maplewood, I think. If it wasn't Maplewood, 
It was Goldfinger. But anyway, this joint right here is popping. I'm going to definitely head back to Horizon. Man, it was popping last Sunday when I went to. It was like. Oh, yeah. At Haymarket? No, at, no, no, at um, Black Horizon, it was popping. Oh, oh, um, you went too? Oh, you went. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to, because it's right over in Willowbrook, which is like yeah, 20, Brook, 25 yeah. minutes. Um, but yeah, um, definitely roasty. Um, yeah. I hate saying roasty all the time, but. You know, you can you can tell from the uh, from the coloring whatnot that you're probably going to have some type of roastiness to it. Um, definitely a little bit sweet, as they noted from the uh, the notes and whatnot that I just got offline is you know that yeah, caramel yeah. taste. But I'm rocking with it. And if I if I do get into another beer, I'm gonna go ahead and just go to uh, Matthias, which is an Imperial IPA from Haymarket. Gotcha. Um, yeah, coming in at eight percent, but I may not make it there. We'll see what happens. True. True um yeah so i'm gonna have uh i think i had this once on a live before and i actually um should have had this a while ago and i'll tell you why this is this is hailstorm brewing's summer strawberry summer all right this is a strawberry lemon kolsch as a matter of fact 5.2 on abv um this is actually hailstorm brewing is actually uh, this was brewed and packaged by Hellstorm Brewing Company in Tinley Park. Yes. So this isn't that far. Yeah. Um, uh, but I should have had this a while ago because it does say canned on. It gives the date. Um, but this was canned in 2021, and is best enjoyed within four months. So I'm way past that that point. Absolutely. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but. You know what? Hey, man, I'm still going to have it. Um, now, is that a fruited sour? No, right? Um, well, it is a li- strawberry lemon. Okay. So it may be. I'm not sure. Now, that's I, a good it, point. If it was a fruited sour, it should specifically say it on the can because you definitely no. probably wouldn't want to. Because a fruited right. sour is where the fruits are actually within the. Yeah, yeah but go yeah, ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I would say it is not. I would say it is not um as far as their um their flavor they got the like the flavor profile little notches here um i'm gonna say it's uh more it's kind of they got it in between dry and sweet it's more malty than bitter and it's mm-hmm. lighter than dark got you um, and so they put all those notes right on the can <clears throat> word up so yeah, it is lighter. It is lighter. It's got a uh, that that fruity smell. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Word up. It's got kind of a strawberry tint to it a little bit. Okay. So yeah, fruit is sour. Cheers, my people. Cheers, cheers. Your first time having that beer. I'm gonna say it's my second. I think I had this once before on a live. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's get right into an album, man. Let's go ahead and go right to uh, Conway the Machine. God don't make mistakes. Not even. I sure don't make what... mistakes. Conway the Machine. Oh, yeah. Not even sure what number of album this is for him, but yeah, he yeah, got man. some projects. He got some projects. <laughs> the Gucci of ba- of New York uh, street rap. You know, man, is he? Is he? Um, this is first album this year, though, right? Hmm. So this is the first album for the year. We're probably going to get like four more from them before the year is out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, producer, Derringer, Beat Butcher, Alchemist, um, Hit Boy, Bink. 
Yeah. Bink did guilty. Oh, Bink did guilty? Okay. Bink did guilty. Yeah, he did. Right there. Bink and Beat Brothers. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, man. How you how you like this joint, man? How you like this? I actually I really like it at this point, man. It's one of those albums that had to kind of not necessarily grow on me because it's only been like you know, maybe a week, but definitely more. I've been going to it more organically, not just because I know we got to review it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was like, ah, oh, just more Conway being Conway. But since I listened to it more times, it's definitely a good listen for me. I do like, uh, we had a conversation in our text, you know, yeah. about the kind of music he makes. Uh, I do agree that I like him more so when he given those autobiographical, you know, pain, struggle, mm-hmm. bars and whatnot, kind of giving you a, a background into his life. This joint got a lot of that on there more so towards the end. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll just tell you right now what I like on this joint as I move past my Walmart shopping notes. All right. Um, tear gas, drum work. Seven the Genius is amazing. I really like that young lady. This is the second time I've really paid attention to her or heard her on a um, Griselda project. Um, Wild Chapters, which was produced by Hit Boy. I think that joint has my a favorite T-I. joint. That's my favorite yeah. joint. Easy. Awesome. Uh, guilty uh so much more i think has the best rapping on it um chanel pearls shout out to jill scott for giving us a verse and some jill scott was rapping jill scott you be rapping jill scott be rapping i think i I definitely think she was she she was in her b-boy stance back in the day you know what i'm saying i like it um and then i like baba's conway part uh keisha plum need therapy she gotta stop she makes me very uncomfortable. I looked on her page. Shout out to Keisha Plum. That's no diss. Um, I can't do it no more, man. Razor his razor, his fingernails. Cut off, off his balls and cut hands off into <laughs> Bruh, what is going on? Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm She's good. I'm good. Yeah, go ahead though. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I definitely agree that um I definitely like his more autobiographical bars um, than Conway being Conway. And like you said, I it definitely felt like that first going in um, with Lock Low. Uh, it's good to hear Beans, man. Yeah. Uh, something going on with his voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, he lost. He got, no, he had a, he had something that happened with his voice. It's permanently like that. Really? Yeah. It's, that's, that. it's been a minute. It's been a minute since that happened. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, um, you know, all of these earlier joints sound like Conway being Conway. Piano love, drum work, all of that sounds like, you know. Um, before I get to the shining things, I got to say, man, he got a line on there uh saying that uh Derringer is the new RZA. I would have disagreed. That would <laughs> that would be the one thing that you know, as far as this album is concerned, like I feel you, you bigging up your people, and I, I respect that. The loop, the the straight loop, it, it, it wasn't really get it, it, it. I was like, ah man, this is Conway being Conway with Derringer. This is this is this is low level basic to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's not Rizzo. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then, but then, Wild Chapters is number five. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it starts to turn there. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been the biggest advocate of Hit Boy, not because of his production. He's a, gr- he's a good producer, but I just think he's a, a regular 
he doesn't. I mean, not, let, let me not say regular, but I don't think he has a sound. And I got I like a hot producer. take on that. I got a hot take on that when you're done. Go ahead. I like producers with a sound. I do. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my preference. But he's still a good producer. You know what I'm saying? He still has some monster smashes, obviously. And I and I like those songs. I like Easy. I like Wild Chapters. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> no, no, no. I can. I can. Okay, I mean, okay. it, may, it may take a second, but go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, so Wild Chapters starts, you know, for me to change the album. It starts to get... That's like one of the first autobiographical joints. And, you know, the whole concept with T.I., I thought it was a good look to put T.I. on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think that song is is good in the production and the storytelling of how you have wild chapters in your life. Um, this album uh, had a lot more personal songs, in my opinion, or maybe not personal songs, but he touched on some some things that I feel like he's never touched on before. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? As far as his life is concerned. Um, God don't make mistakes, man. He talks uh, the, uh, a couple times about, you know, the very last song, God Don't Make Mistakes, produced by Alchemist, where... Um, he talks about, man, what if I would have did this? What if I would have did that? All of these what ifs. But this is the, but God don't make mistakes, though. This is the path that's been set for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, had that stuff not happened, I wouldn't have those stories to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Baba's is fire. You know, sans the Keisha Plum part. Bro. You know what I'm saying? This man has a different cadence on that song. Um, so much more is beautifully written, but so is stressed. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Stressed is another one of those autobiographical joints that's like, man, everybody want to know what's in my pockets. You know what I'm saying? But do anybody even care that I be stressed, man? Some days I don't, I don't get sleep. It's, I like hearing about an artist's life like that. Give me your pain. Get other people, other people can can move through with their life when they feel stuff like that. That's that's human connection right there. Shout out to Luella Cole. You know what I'm saying? Facts, yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Guilty produced by Bink. Uh, that's another one. So for me, I would say Wild Chapters, Guilty. Uh, John Woo flick, even though that's the whole Griselda team that gets into the Derringer regular everyday Griselda bag, you know what I'm saying, with the rest of the other tracks like that on the album. Um, so for me, it's kind of half and half, I'm like kind of half in, half out with the album. Uh, mm. I do, I think that Kanye is I'm Kanye, we about to talk about Kanye, I do think that Conway is an amazing writer he's yeah. an amazing artist um he's fun to listen to he's smart he his metaphors are there like he's good he is good um i definitely like his more personal um you know of course we already know conway that you could do lyrical trickery in your super gangster bag 
Yeah. But when you make it, you know, personal, I even like his bars on Donda, on Donda One. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when 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 he get in, when he he he's a good artist, and if you call Conway, he'll be able to deliver on whatever topic you give him. Right. And that is the true sign of an artist. Yeah. And for that, that man is going places. Yeah. So yeah, man. I checked for the album though. I think it's I think we got a different side of Conway to me. You know what I'm saying? We we heard some things that, that we haven't heard before from him. I would agree. Um, and I think it's pretty good. I think yeah. it's worth a listen. I think it's worth a listen. All that said, I think it's worth a listen. Okay. Conway. Uh, God don't make mistakes. Moving on to uh, the next topic, which is going to be the uh, all the rave, you know, uh, anything Kanye does or what is a, anything that's about Kanye, obviously, is a hot topic. So the trilogy documentary uh, three part series uh, genius produced by what's my man's name? Chike. Cootie and, and Chike. OK. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, Dope documentary, um, kind of chronicling. I guess we could just talk about. It. I guess we, what we can do is we can just talk about our thoughts on it, how we felt about the documentary. No, yeah. and I do kind of want to. I want to talk about this one article that I saw that I kind of want to, not necessarily shit on, but, um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's bogus. You can write about what you want to write about. I'm not the alpha and omega right. what people can write about. Yeah, but I do. No, t- no, I do no, take no. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still say something about it though. When we get to that point, or whenever you bring it up. But um, yeah, I think it's important to note though. Like you know, there are, of course a lot of think pieces around the documentary, but it's important to note that this is a documentary that was filmed by one of his guys who they, you know, it's also about Cootie also, you know what I'm saying? And him coming up alongside Kanye. Um, but they also fell out of contact and all of that. So there's a chunk of, of, his, of Kanye's career missing. You know what I'm saying? Because they weren't in contact like that. And that's important to note because... It is from Cootie's vantage point. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of think pieces going around that say, you know, why didn't, why wasn't this in it? Why wasn't that in it? And even the the, the article that you sent, uh, you know, why does it focus on this? But the thing is, it's from Cootie's perspective. So you're saying you know he made saying? a he made a documentary with the intent of what he wanted to make it about. It was his intention. That's he wanted to make it about Kanye. Yes. Okay. But you know, a long time ago, he thought he could have wrapped up the doc. Like like he said in the documentary, he thought he could have wrapped it up a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? He was gonna wrap it up after he got the Grammy for mm-hmm. College Dropout. But he was but Kanye told him, "Nah, I'm not ready for people to see me yet like that." You know what I'm saying? but in that sense you know this is somebody this isn't a a a documentary just about Kanye and his career and his life you know what I'm saying it's alongside it's, it's about Kanye but it's through the lens of his friend Cootie you right. know what I'm saying 
And with that in mind, I think that's that has a lot to do with how the movie is handled, how it's handled, because it's handled with care. It's handled with somebody that 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 was his friend. It's handled by someone who fell out of contact. You fall out of contact with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You live a life. He had a baby. His father died. All these other things that are also in the film. Mm-hmm. That's about Kanye, right? But it's from the filmmaker's perspective. You know what I'm saying? And so that's important to note, in my opinion. Not because, not just because I'm a filmmaker, but maybe because I'm a filmmaker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I understand the. it's not just a documentary about Kanye. There's a whole chunk missing when his friend were out, they were out of contact. You right. know what I'm saying? So we don't get Watch the Throne behind the scenes. We don't get My Twisted Dark Fantasy behind the scenes. We don't get a, a chunk of his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's still good because you see early Kanye and how he was trying to get on. You see the come up. You see the connection he had with his mom, which is very major in the film. Like yes. the thing, like it's a pivotal moment when his mom passes and you see the downward spiral even now in real life outside of the joint like outside of the documentary yeah it's obviously has some lasting effects he never stopped working he just stayed going he just kept going you know what i'm saying he just kept going we love kanye yeah he be wilding but he is the one he, you know, he's, he likes to say, I take all the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Give me all the smoke. He is, he wants to be that martyr that just takes it for everybody, but he going to get his ideas out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I admire about Kanye. He don't care what you think, whether you like him or not. He's going to fight for what he believes. He speak off the cuff. He be wilding, wilding. What you going to do, though? You can't stop the train. You can't stop him. Yeah. Because he fight for what he believes in. You know what I'm saying? Um, For me, and this is the last thing I'm going to say right now, but I watched the documentary and I watch every part twice, except for the third part. I'm like halfway through the third part again. Right. But um, I enjoyed the first part. I w- If I were to rank them, I would say the first part, the third part, the second part for mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that third part, man which has most of, you know, once they got back in contact. And, you know, that was during the time when he started doing Sunday service. Uh, it's even footage of them going to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which was for Donda 1. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say it's from someone. It's important to note that it's from 
somebody that cares about Kanye is handled with care. From somebody that loves him, came up together. Yeah. Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Homies. Thick. At the moment, G, there was a moment, you know what I'm saying, which the Vice article talks about, where, you know, he's with these real estate dudes and, you know, he's, you know, starts talking seemingly off the cuff, ramped up, kind of crazy, you know, with the with 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 twinges of the mental illness talk. Yeah. Uh, with some of that bipolar talk, right? And Cootie makes it a point to say, this wasn't, this this don't seem like something that he should record. Mm -hmm. So he cut off the camera. In a different documentary, they would have showed all of it. But this is different. It happens again later when mm -hmm. he's talking with some other people. And it don't need to be mentioned, but he cuts the camera off. This ain't what should be shown. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important that that was left in to say that because, and, all, and also with that, also with the fact that, you know, Cootie turned the camera on himself and says that he hopes that He's getting the help that he needs and that somebody is around him that care about him. And he just hope his brother is OK. You know what I'm saying? That's what's missing from the narrative outside the documentary with everybody, you know, with all the stuff that he's putting out. Kanye, with all the stuff that he's putting out. You know, people be like, man. Why nobody like he don't have nobody in his, he only got like yes men in his corner. Why nobody got why nobody looking out for him? There are people looking out for him. There are people looking out for him. He is a, he's his own man though. He gonna do what he wants. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um but the documentary handles him in a way where you know, you're seeing the journey of somebody who wants to get things out at all costs. Mm -hmm. He want to do what he thinks is the best. What he thinks is the absolute best. You know, I don't know. I don't remember what part what 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 part it was where, you know, he says, uh, Cootie says, man, I think we could wrap up the documentary. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's put this out. Like, mm, nah, the media want to put their cameras on me now. Now I'm about to, like, perform for them. Mm -hmm. And so he goes and, and so he sat back and watched the show just like everybody else. Yeah. And it is my firm belief that he created the Kanye that you see today. He created this image of himself that he started to believe and become. Yeah. Kanye? Kanye. Okay. He was a, he was, he's, he's not the sweet Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Anymore. 
He's not um, college dropout Kanye. He's not touch the sky Kanye. He's not, uh, you know, he's not that anymore. Yeah. He's transcended that. But also, you know, you know, people like to say they want the old Kanye. Old Kanye is still in there. But he's he's transcended a, a lot of that and he's been acting or he was acting at a certain point. Said it himself to his mans, right? But he started to embody that. Mm-hmm. And now you see you see what it is. I mean, but then um in the midst of all of that acting going on, right? His mom died. And so that took it to a further, that took it even further. He never stopped working. He, all of that, he became, like, all this stuff is happening in real time, live. Like, we watching it all. You know what I'm saying? He never took a break. He stayed in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. He's creating this person as everybody is seeing it, and he's seeing it himself. You know what I'm saying? He's speaking off the cuff in interviews. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's interesting, man. It's interesting to see, G. Okay. It's very interesting, G. Yeah. I really hope that, um, you know, he does continually get the help that he needs. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to always rock with Kanye, G. He is, the, he is the most polarizing figure of our time, and he's done a lot of good for the creative community, for the black community, for the musical community. It's a lot of Kanye children out here. Um, But he's also done a lot to his detriment as far as um, his interpersonal, I'm not even gonna say his image, but his interpersonal relationships, Mm -hmm. which, which he backtracks on often. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he realizes that he messes up often, often. He back cool, he got cool with Cuddy, fell out with Cuddy. Now he got beef with Cuddy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what the he fuck? He got cool with Drake, and that was a long extended issue. Give him two um, years, they'll be they'll be they'll be done. I mean, but that but that's the thing with Kanye, like. You know, at a point there, there might have been a point in my life when, you know, I like to meet Kanye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I become a billionaire, trillionaire, I have no real desire to, you know what I'm saying, really be clicked up with Kanye like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? He has, he like, he's an inspiration without a doubt. Without a doubt. But that relationship is too funny style where it could turn crazy on me at any time. And I'm not, and yeah, you know, if I'm not one of his boys that could be like, bro, like he wants everybody to agree with him. He really wants everybody to agree with him and see it from his point of view. You know what I'm saying? He feels that he is right. He feels that he is right. There's no, 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 you're not having no discourse with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not there. You, It's not there. Yeah. Um, he feels he is right. He feels he is right. 
And that's fine. He feels that everybody watching him should be on what he's on. Mm. But your opinion is not the only one. But he feels yeah. like his taste level, because of what he's done, is at the highest level. He is the standard. And for a lot of people, he is the standard. He yeah. is culture. He moves culture. I could go on, but I'm a chill, man. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I feel like I'm over talking to you. Hey, man, we saw say, hey, I just opened up this great beer from Haymarket Brewery, people. Uh, Haymarket Beer Company. Uh, this is Matthias and, and Imperial IPA coming in at 8%. Uh, I thought I had some notes on here and whatnot, but yeah, it's a good joint, man. It's, it's my, I think, my third or fourth time. I got like two or three more left. So yeah, man. Um, Word up. Thoughts on it? I really like the documentary. So, uh, so first of all, there are three episodes. The first two episodes clearly have the intent of showing the early grind of an artist like Ye and everything that he went through, everything that he came through to make it. So here's some points that I have right here. I'm not going to say that everybody has to feel how I feel, but if you watch this documentary, the episodes one and two, and it doesn't challenge you in some way, mm to either become more passionate about the shit that you say you want to do mm, it did for or, or it makes you recognize maybe you don't want the shit you say you want mm. as bad as you think you want it because mm. this man Kanye in the first two documentaries was or first two episodes was a man that was possessed and was relentless in his pursuit of the things that he wanted and would not take a no, would not take a, it was all about, yo, no, this is what it is. Whether it be my music, you know, these raps, this album, College Dropout, there was no no for him, right? He's using other people's studio time. You know what I'm saying? Other rappers yes. like getting it in, how he can get it in because he's financing the whole project by himself. And one of the most illuminating things about the documentary for me was his mother pouring into him. During the first episode, I cried, G, watching his mom rap lyrics back to him from when he was younger. She's rapping lyrics to him that he wrote as a kid. Mm -hmm. Who mom remember lyrics that they wrote when they was a kid? I mean, I, the only parallel I have to something like that is like um, in Black Panther when, um, you know, the relationship that, you know, T'Challa had with his father, you know, and how he met him on the astral plane or whatever. At the, you know, like that's the like just a, a reverence for a reverence both ways between a mother and her son and a son and his mother. To me, that is 95 percent of Kanye. The person that is the most responsible, the person that's res uh, most responsible for him is his biggest fan, his mom, his mom, man. I mean, I mean that woman, man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. She was I'm, there, G. She was at everything. I couldn't believe the relationship that they had. Like, I'm watching it. It's like, was there ever a bad moment? It, was there ever a moment when she wasn't in teaching mode? Like, every time she talked to him, it was something of substance. Throughout the whole documentary, it was something of, regardless of his age, it was like, here's some jewels, my son. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> um, so there's that. And then there's just the, uh, you know, the if you're, if you, whatever you say you want to do out here, watch those first two episodes. And then hopefully that empowers you because you can't tell that man nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, episode three was a little painful to watch at some point it because was. because of what I was saying two or three episodes ago when I was went on my little, you know, I'm, I'm like, um, I don't know who's in this corner. I'm really worried sometimes about what I see from Ye. You know what I'm saying? That just brought those thoughts up again. Like, see, man, this like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was a very good documentary. I'm going to transition some, though, to something that I read about the doc from Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, Genius missed an opportunity. Shout out to the homie J.R. Bang, who I think talked about this on um their pod as well uh some mm-hmm. dude Shut i up. didn't listen to it because i didn't want to lift any of his points right mm-hmm. but i think we have a similar opinion anyhow i saw this on his page genius from this writer in vice missed a chance to tell a more honest story about kanye the netflix docu- documentary is affecting but it doesn't reckon with the rapper's obsession with whiteness or how that changed the course of his career do you want to speak about that first or should I? Yeah. I want to talk first of all about the times we live in. And I don't know if people are recognizing or noticing, but we it's a lot going on within these like culture wars, right? Like whether it be race, sex, or whatever the case may be. Everyone is so intent on anything that's discussed has to first of all be discussed through something one of these lenses we have to reckon with something with within some of these typical lenses right Mm -hmm. people can find it in anything right like well that's this way that's true but what about this you know let's find an issue within it maybe around race sexuality it could be religion it could be politics right and left whatever Mm -hmm. everybody wants to reckon with things that way especially a lot of journalists Almost, and I don't know if it's because they know that they're gonna, and I'm, I don't know what this guy's intent is, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this is honestly, it's a well-written article, you know, it is. Um, but he's a writer though. It should be well-written. But yeah. it, it, exactly. It, it seems as if everybody is wanting to do this kind of move, you know, like let's figure out a way to talk about this in this light. Let's talk about whiteness. Let's talk about how whiteness affected his career and why this wasn't discussed. So, Here's my issue with that. And I think I said this, and this is this is apples and oranges, but what is the intent of this documentary? Mm. What was the intent? Why did they, what, what was the purpose of recording it? What point were they trying to get across? Because intent is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go to the gym, and I think I said this, if I go to the gym and my intent to go to the gym or what I'm going to do is to do chess and back, did I miss an opportunity to do cardio like Hmm. i didn't go to the gym to do cardio i went to the gym to do what i wanted to do and again that's apples and oranges but yeah no i I don't i I do not think there was an opportunity to i don't think that was missed i don't think that that was missed because i'm interested to know how the this guy if it was his documentary how he would have pivoted to capture that 
Correct. Along with what the it seemed to be the intent of the documentary was, which is lost friendship, reconnection of friendship. Yes. The early grind of an independent artist, how you can reconnect, whatever, all those things seem to be the intent. Yeah. How are we going to pivot and then talk about his obsession with Steve Jobs or Walt Disney or and show how that's because of his like how we how are we pivoting here? How are we doing that? Yeah, see. Hold on, because that look. I don't think I even have that. Uh, that up on my phone. Anymore, but. There was a line that he mentioned. Uh, it was a few things that it was a few issues I had with that article, man. And uh, good looking. <laughs> um, you know, he says the guy, and I don't know if this 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 writer is white or black. I'm gonna assume he's black. He's black. I looked him up on Twitter. Um, but he he mentions that he would have been just fine. Look, here's the line. I'd be content for him, him being Kanye. I'd be content for him being as great as Q-Tip or Cameron. So let me backtrack. When Wes began his career, he said, I'm just as much Rockefeller as I am Raucous. That's correct. He is. That also showed the dichotomy of uh, every man. Also, he is Kanye is the everyday person mm-hmm. who created, who who did what he needed to do to push himself forward to become what he is today. Right, the same as Howard Hughes, Walt Disney, and all these other people. Now, maybe they had some other backing from somewhere, but Kanye did not, and that's even a bigger accomplishment for him but hold on i'm just as much rockefeller as i am raucous okay so why in the years after he received universal acclaim from hip-hop fans for college the college dropout late registration and more did he instead want to emulate howard hughes a man whose ocd and anxieties drove him to near insanity i'd be content for him being as great as Q-Tip or Cameron. Now, that's whack. I was extremely infuriated yeah. Get by your that. ass out of here. Here's the, here, let, me, let me point, uh, here's the thing. You're trying thing. to limit the man, first of all. You know what I'm saying? It, here's the problem. Why, if, it, okay, so first of all, here's the wrong move that I think this guy made here. If the issue is whiteness, why is he moving directly to an artist? Why didn't he say he would have been fine with him um following this black person like like who who is howard hughes contemporary from the standpoint of a black man yes yeah i and but see but here's the thing i'm not even sure who is the contemporary (laughs) of of like uh, a walt disney or you know or um elon musk or you know his, his bestie right now you know what I'm saying? Or Steve Jobs or any of these white men who are their black contemporaries. And you know what? They may have black contemporaries. 
but we may not necessarily know exactly who they are, but we can say the accomplishments that Kanye West has done. You know what I'm saying? We can say the accomplishments outside of music mm. that he's done. You know what I'm saying? And to say, I'd be content. That's your contentment, first of all. That's your life. You're trying to put your contentment on his aspirations and dreams, G. You know what I'm saying? He not why why he gotta be trying to be white because these are who he's looking up to. He's trying to be as great as these people. And more like so and more so the the affection is not with the man who men who are white, it's with the product that transcended and did what it did. This iPhone. How yeah. did this iPhone get to everybody? It's not he's not concerned with the whiteness of it, it's the product and how it was created and then whatever how it went out that's what he's like gee how can i do this with my stem player or whatever or whatever the case may be yes, yes. You know what i mean like let me come let me chill go you go nah, but that but that's the thing though like there are other writers artists and all of that that feel the same way that this guy did you know what i'm saying the documentary didn't do this for them the documentary didn't do that and that's for all him, because of the, this the times writer, we live in but go ahead and, right. And for this writer, it didn't reconcile with his 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 uh, obsession with whiteness. That's you, my dog. That's you. You can make your own documentary and highlight that if that's the case. But reading the article did inform my feeling about my answer today on the show, because it is handled by somebody who he came up with that loves him, G an old friend he wasn't focused on whatever it is that you're talking about whatever you're talking about that wasn't the focus you missed the part where cootie talked about his life too you know what i'm saying <laughs> and what he was doing outside of kanye mm. you know what i'm saying yes yeah, it's, it's, it's about kanye yes but he also has his own life that he was leading and talked about his beginnings as well. You know what I'm saying? And that's the part that was missed. You know what I'm saying? You missed that part. And, you know, people try to project how they want Kanye to be. You know what I'm saying? They want Kanye not to do this. They want Kanye not to do that. You know what I'm saying? We all do that with all of our favorite artists. Why didn't he do this? I like the old this artist. I like the old that artist. Mm -hmm. I like what, you know what I'm saying? They try to box their, you try, we try to box artists in. But these people are their own person. These people are real people. These this, Kanye is not just an animal in a zoo for you to look at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even though he makes it very easy for you to critique and comment what he does, because he puts everything out publicly, you know what I'm saying? That's his life. I disagree with a lot of what he be doing in the public eye, but mm. that's what he want to do. I hope he's getting the help he needs. I hope people around him are love him and support and are able to help him with whatever mental issues cause him to lash out and do the seemingly 
crazy, the seemingly crazy things that he does and says, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, and, and, and I still disagree with how he, you know, I just had a conversation with uh, the homie Julian earlier today, man. You working on projects. Shout out to you working on projects. Right, right. Um, you know, we had a, a conversation about, you know, you calling Pete Davidson skeet and screenshotting Kim's your messages with Kim and posting them. That's corny to me. That's super. You're super. doing wild stuff right now. G. People who objectively can't see what, what what's going on right now with him and be like, nah, blah, but you got a blah, blah. It's like, hey, fam, I'm a fanny fan fan of some things as well, G. But you a fanny fan 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 man right now. <laughs> If you watching what Ye on right now, you like, and you try to, I, I don't know. Objectivity may not. I don't know. I, I don't know, I mean, man. But I guess it's thing. hard. I don't know. <laughs> Look, but here's the thing, though. If we talking about him, he's winning, G, and that's what True. he wants. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody feel a way about K, but at least you feel something. You know what I'm saying? He's made the. He's made the. Uh, the. Um, analogy a tightrope a tightrope walker before in an interview i don't remember the interview where it was by but it hit me it, it affected me that i remembered it enough where you know you watch a tightrope walker to see if he'll fall and That's everybody's sad. clapping when they make it across but you still watch it to see what happens because uh, what if he falls, you know what I'm saying? That's why you're watching, you know what I'm saying? And so in that same, and he said that way before he was Yeezy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But even now, everybody's watching Kanye, you know what I'm saying? I could never cancel Kanye though. He's done too much. Yeah, He's done too much that I think is great. I ain't can't, I'm really- I can never cancel Kanye, G. He had really to be a pedophile. He had to, he had to do some real. He had to murder somebody. <laughs> he had to like do something that's like, bruh. But right now, he's giving his opinion. You could always not watch, G. Mm. You could always turn it off. You could always that. ignore it. But everybody got something to say because he's the most polarizing figure of our time. You care whether mm. you don't like them or not. You don't like them because you care. You know what I'm saying? So let stop, bro. Let me All ask of the- y'all stop. You might not like what he's doing right now. Me, I, me neither. We on the same page, my G. But, bro. But as far as the documentary is concerned, <laughs> it's handled by somebody that's his friend, G. All these writers are trying to put out think pieces about what the documentary missed, and you write your documentary then, bruh. Do your thing then, G. My issue with all the think pieces is that that all the think pieces are the same because they're all playing upon whatever, all the typical things within these culture wars that we have, and they're all wanting it to be about this and that, and his like, it's just like, dude, I get it. I know the times we're living in, but man, it's three. It's three parts of the documentary. Two of the documentaries are clearly about the grind of an up and coming artist. So sixty percent 
66% is intentionally about this. Like, what are you missing? If there wasn't a third part, mm. this type of article wouldn't even exist. Mm. That's a bar. If there wasn't a third, this wouldn't even. So 60%, over 60% of the documentary is clearly about giving you a visual, um, giving mm. you the, looking into everything that Kanye went through early on pre-college dropout. That's the intent. That was their whole, Cootie wanted to stop the documentary at the Grammy. Hmm. He did. He did. I'm mad as hell. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, but I, I don't want to, I don't, we, we can, yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can. What's stop. the question? Now I want to know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wanted to, because I, I have a different take on this one, rest in peace, this sweet soul, this one Donda bar um, about giants. What's your take on that? line um that's that's giant, no, you gotta say that because that's giant, a very important we would have been remiss to not even mention that okay line. i want to know what you think about it because i think i have a completely the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing yeah what is your thought on that because it's been on reddit people really been trying to dissect this what are your thoughts on that yeah man um you know it's not just a giant it's you know it's any it's it uses the analogy of a giant, you know, the imagery of a giant because the giant, you know, and then, and then the documentary has like interspersed with clips of like this cartoon of a giant, they shooting arrows at them. And like these ships are like trying to throw shoot cannons at them and like tie down the giant. Everybody sees the giant. Some, you know, you, you see a lot of stories about giants. Some, they want to destroy the giant. They want to, you know what I'm saying? Everybody feels a way about this big thing. But when the giant look in the mirror, you just see himself. You don't see what everybody else sees. Okay. All right. Okay. That's how I take it. Fam, I am so refreshed to hear that opinion. I am so refreshed. People saying something else. Yes, because they're, are they? They're, I, I I really I really think that that's what she meant. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Look, here's the thing. Everything you going through, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 cool, but the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. They don't see. They don't see what everybody else sees. Yeah, you see you. And you confused about like why do people act like this? I'm just myself. This is what bruh. Look here. Thank you. I appreciate that. We look, I'm posting this as a clip <laughs> because people are trying to project what they want that to be from Donda onto him because they want to look at it as if Donda is the only person that can humble him. So what they're looking at, this is and I've read stuff, right? People are looking at that from the standpoint of her telling him to humble himself. It's like, wait a minute, you guys are missing this. No. You guys are missing this whole thing. Fuck a giant, lions. A lion is the king of the jungle, quote unquote. Yeah. When a lion enters the pride or the jungle or whatever, all the other animals get the fuck out of Dodge. They leave because that is their response to the lion. Because of who the lion, they they know what the lion is. 
The lion don't know what the fuck a lion is. The lion is being the lion. Facts. You, you can switch giant with impossible or whatever, because here's the thing. And here's what people are missing. What she said was everybody else sees the giant because they do. They do. Because people recognize what is impossible. People recognize what they think they can't grab or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Even in that scene, she's pouring into him. Like, the giant doesn't know what a giant is. Everybody else does. The giant is in the cloud somewhere. Like, he's high above doing what the fuck giants do. Yeah. Everybody else sees the giant because it's big. It's this. It's that. But yeah. the giant doesn't see the giant. The giant is the unconquerable. The giant is, you know, um, grander and bigger than everything else. Yeah. People missing that, like, oh, she really got him. That was a hump. It's like, I'm, that was not about humility. Nah. It was Gee. not about nah. humility. Gee, there was <laughs> out tweaking. Kanye literally asked her in that same scene, You think I'm being too arrogant? No, no. <laughs> she said, No, you, you, you are artist. You got to have something about you. No, I don't think you, bro. I mean, and. She was with him and all of the, you know, while she was alive, they were trying to do the Kanye Foundation and all of that. And they on Oprah and all of that. And he's still talking the same way. You know what I'm saying? And she don't try to be like, now, nah, Kanye, you know. Bro. No, G. She supported him being who he was, G. You know what I'm saying? She supported him being who he was. People missing it. They project it. I'm telling you right now, look up some stuff. People are projecting the fact that they, they, people think that, you know, her passing, which it did, it didn't have a big effect, but people think that, effect. you know, she was the only person who can give him some humility. Like he's too big, blah, blah, blah. And people are looking at that comment as if yeah. it was about humility. And I'm like, what are y'all missing? It yeah. absolutely was not about humility. People, was, people trying to, people trying to humble him though. That's what because I'm people saying. Don't, people are trying to humble him because they don't like how he moving. You cannot like that's, how he moving. That's you what could, I'm saying. You, you could you could you could literally ignore it. You could literally ignore it. But you saying what you saying is fueling him. <laughs> Y'all rewatch that part. Y'all tripping. Yeah, G. For real. No. You can't like people trying to hum <laughs> people love to try to like nah nah. See that's what look. It's like people out here saying, I hope he get what he deserves. Word. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of though, right? People love to see the show, but they also want to see it fall. And people want to see him fall from grace. People, that's the weird thing grace. about celebrity culture and, and this idol worship. People really, they want to put him on pedestals, but then snatch it and watch him fall. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Cancel culture. Uh-uh. Kanye canceled. Kanye canceled. Uh uh. Wait a minute. Did we just do another Coon show? Are we? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Beers and bars, man. See y'all next time. <laughs>